Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coach Nutt is joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Speaking of the uh, our favorite movers, and uh, unfortunately, it's not for the reason we would want to be talking to him, but we're going to celebrate a great life today in the form of Dean Weber. Coach, good to have you. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Coach, uh, one of your all-timers over here hanging out, DJ Williams, and uh, it's good to have him on the show now, and, and he has been uh, a great addition. So we'll talk about Dean here in a second, but uh, if you got any if you got any DJ stories you want to fire at me, just just come on with it. Uh, well, you got a great one right there now. I'll tell you one of my favorite. He is absolutely awesome. Coach. But it starts with his it starts with his mother. I can tell you that right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Coach, I was telling him about that day. I was, uh, I was freshman and I was struggling with something. And, I think Coach Nutt knew a little bit more about my personal life because I was such good friends with his uh, twin daughters uh, that were at the university. We were all the same age. Mm-hmm. And uh, he knew. I told him that day, I told you I was kind of struggling with one of my, my girlfriends back in the day. And you, you looked at me and told me to go ahead and cut her loose. And so I went ahead and cut her loose so I could focus on football. <laughs> you know, you know, great advice. You know, you put me down a great path, Coach. I appreciate that. Oh, I hope so. I hope so, but man. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, we had some great days together, DJ, and I tell you, you were you were you were special, man, on and off the field. And uh, I tell you, always a good feeling when you were lining up out there because I knew uh, whatever we asked you to do, you would get it done. Get it done. So, coach, I'm gonna talk about uh, Dean Weber a little bit, and we were talking about his impact being far beyond that of a trainer. I mean, ambassador, and you know, media relations. I mean, he's dealt with so many different folks in so many different realms. And uh, what a great sort of piece of the Razorback puzzle. And DJ was talking about him, you know, having a place on the Mount Rushmore. And when you think about all the hats he wore and the long career, um, what stands out to you about his time in Fayetteville? You know, the biggest thing that stands out to me, when I was a freshman, he was taping my ankles. And I never <laughs> will forget that R.C. Dillman, Greg Cook, and Leotis Harris picked him up one day and threw him in the whirlpool. And I'm thinking, man, this guy right here who takes these guys' ankles has the most unbelievable relationship with these guys. And then I got closer to Dean, of course, when I became the head coach there. And here's the here's why I love why you asked this question. You know, he, he wasn't he wasn't just your average trainer who went in there and just taped ankles. Because when we'd have a staff meeting, he would say, Hey, Houston, go check on Johnny. Go check on him. He knew the personalities of each player. He knew the pulse of the team. He knew when we needed to kind of pull back a little bit. He knew when we needed to push a little bit. I mean, you could almost add uh, assistant coach. You know, you mentioned ambassador. You mentioned uh, all these things that he was at the University of Arkansas. He was so good, but what I appreciate so much was the relationships. I, I live pretty close to Darren uh, down here in Texas, McFadden, and and we were just talking the other day, and and that was he. Darren's really was really close with, with Dean, and it just doesn't always happen that way. You know, we've been as you've been in different places, DJ. You go into a training room and you get tape, you walk out, but you know, not with Dean. And, and Dean may, you know, sometimes you know he. He used a few adjectives, you know, that would kind of, you know, get you going some days, you know, if he didn't think you were going in the right direction. And I always appreciated that. 
But, uh, man, I just, the boy, we lost a great Razorback and an ambassador, as you mentioned, uh, to the University of Arkansas. He's going to be surely, I mean, so missed. And uh, there's just so many stories. And, of course, my favorite one is always when, well, when things were going good and it just seems like when you win and, you know, there's not too many people in the training room. And he loved to do schedules. Schedules, hey, here's what we're going to do. Uh, this is the pregame meal time. This is the walkthrough time. And then he loved doing schedules for, for the bowl games, cotton bowls, especially the cotton bowl. And he always had a saying in the, in the middle of the cotton bowl right before kickoff when we were a little tight. He'd come up to me and say, hey, Houston, we're in the blankety-blank cotton bowl, man. Come <laughs> on, put a smile on your face. And so, you know, I, I just I love him, and I just um, – just sad, but um, – you know, he's been hurting these last few weeks, so he, he's in a better place. I saw he was part of 26 bowl games wow. over the years. Yeah, It's crazy. I'll say this, too. There must have been something in the water up there uh, because what he just said about Dino, that's what everybody called him, is, uh, and Coach Nutt, you possess this, too. That's what I said. It, it just was the culture up there. Uh, the thing that I always found most endearing and special about the University of Arkansas is what you've always told us. Once Razorback, always Razorback. And uh, players that have left the program and then they come back, you know, people like you, Coach, and Dean Weber, they made those people feel like family, even when they were done playing. And uh, it was just like I said, you talked about his relationship with D-Mac. Uh, if you look at D-Mac's Instagram, that's his post up right now is one with him. And Dean, as you can tell, Dean's getting older and not doing so well. D-Mac's right by his side. And uh, it wasn't just right. players like him. Anyone I played with uh, when you were there and Dean was there would go up and go out of their way if they saw Dean Weber across the room just to make sure that they saw him and shook their hand and say thank you for everything that you've done. And so I said, you, Dean Weber, Roger Hunter, another guy you can throw in that category. Uh, Ro Roger Hunter, he still calls me today, Coach. Uh, he found uh, something I left in the locker room, what's that, 15 years ago. And he said, DJ, I've been holding on to this for you, man. Can you, you want me to get it to you? And it's just, it was special uh, what was built yeah. when you were there. And I, I really miss it and still appreciate it to this day. Well, I appreciate you saying that, DJ. And, and to me, you bring up something to me. You can always kind of judge how when, when players leave, and then it's always interesting, the ones when they leave, they come back. And guess what? They don't ever miss uh, going down to Dino's office. Mm. And I, I would go down there many of summer times, and I said, whoa, you know, here's a guy back from the 1970. And, and like you said, DJ, not all, not all of them were All-American. Mm. You know, maybe a walk-on in there. And it's just it's just those relationships, man, that you miss so much. And, and Dino was a part of so many relationships. Dean did such an unbelievable job of not only his work, and he was an awesome trainer, and I love the people that he picked around him, his staff. Uh, but it, it, it's what you said there, uh, the players, it's always for me, you, you can really see, you can judge a person by when they come back. When players come back 10 years, they graduated 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, and they come back. And like you said, he you know, made them feel at home and, and uh, did, a, did a great job in the foundation. He did a great yeah. job down there. And so, man, yeah, I just, just just can't say enough. And then when we started, I never will forget when we were building the stadium, you know, when Coach um, Boyles won that stadium. He won the, I won a 100,000-seat stadium. You know, that's, that was his deal after 1998. But he had always called Dean. Get Dean, he'd tell Dean, Danita, get Dean up here now. 
we need his wisdom. Get Dean up here now. Because he wanted to know uh, if we build a weight room. You know, he wanted to know from Dean's perspective, hey, where does the where does a training room need to be there? Where mm-hmm. does the in-court turf need to be? So not only, you know, was he the train Now you're getting input for, hey, you need to have this ramp here. You need to have this door here. You need to have this storage room here. I mean, it's just, he just contributed so much, and uh, uh, you'll miss that part of it for sure. Uh, he had so much input down Razorback Road. Coach, we we got to run. I really appreciate the time. Thank you, and uh, I want to get you on again. I didn't realize. I just realized you and uh, Greg Cook were in school together. Uh, that man is a couple yeah. sandwiches short of a picnic. I need to get some stories from you on him soon. So we're going to talk again. But I appreciate you and uh, take care. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. We'll talk again. Appreciate you, Coach. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. See y'all, DJ.